Umkit Industries proudly presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, a pendant production. In the summer of 1943, President Franklin D. Roosevelt's clandestine squadron of P-47 Thunderbolts upheld their mission to defend the free world from Nazi villainy. This squadron was known as Brassy Battalion, and this is their story. Tonight's episode, The Elixir Incident. When we last left our hero, Dixie Stenberg, she was wounded, but still fighting on. The sudden arrival of the robot caused the underwater SCAR base to shake violently with tremors. And as Geist tried to repel the mechanical combatant, an errant shot sent Dixie tumbling into Geist's blue goo bath. Listen. Dixie, where are you? Take my hand. I can't find her. She's not in there. She's not? Then that means... Where is my friend? What have you done with her? Gotta go. She flew through the wall. Don't worry, Dixie. I will avenge you. I'll rip this place apart. Roar destruction smash general chaos roar. Oh my head. My precious, genius, wonderful, amazing Nazi scientist head. I swear, if I never get shot through a wall again, it'll be too soon. Taste robotic steel, you Nazi! I bet it tastes like freedom! Oh! As the robot tore into Geist's chamber, the SCAR base continued to rise through the ocean until it broke the surface, water streaming down its sides and glistening in the sun. Suddenly, a large mechanical door began to rise. And out from the door, a platform extended well out over the surface of the ocean. Just what could this be for, dear listeners? The runway is extended. Excellent. The modifications to our plane are complete. Fantastic. You are ready to launch. I like lunch. Brilliant. The canopy looks larger. I thought perhaps. Considering the nature of your plane being... The only one of its kind. This way, you would not have to journey alone. It seeds too. Ja! Ursula, you're a genius! Hail, Scott! I like genies. Who will you bring along on the mission? Surely you could use someone with lethal combat skills. Hmm, that I could. Perhaps someone ingenious enough to modify your plane to see two should be allowed to share the glory of this most important mission. You make a fair point. But a trained hunter could come in useful. You have one arm! More than enough to skin you alive! Try it, and you'll lose the arm you have left over. Oh, I like leftovers. Is you know, and I will get enough lunch. Quiet, Walter! I'll whip you until you beg for mercy. I'll kick you until your skin is soft and mushy. Will you two quit pitching woo already? I am not! I should never! Get over yourselves! I've made my decision! Who? Ja, who shall it be? You need brains. You need brawn! Planning! Combat! I need it all. Hmm. Nev. What? I like Nev. She is pretty, pretty awesome, pretty, pretty, so, so, pretty, so, so, 
Deep within the SCAR base, squirreled away in her quarters, Nev passed the time the only way she knew how. Nev! Oh, bugs! Need you always intrude on me, sir? You're going with me on a mission. Suit up. Oh, must I? Do you have any idea what's been going on? The explosions? The base is shaking and falling to pieces and... And you're in here cutting a rug! I have to pass the time somehow. Dixie is here! Dixie? Really? Yes, hmm. well, none of that matters now. Volker's found the beast and I'm going to recover it. Where? South America. Well, that's a really long trip. I'll need to pack. There's no time, and the trip shall not be so long as you think. Come, it is time we left. Oh, very well. Lead on, chum. And so Billingsley and Nev climbed into the modified cockpit of Billingsley's Fock Wolf 190, which now mirrored the Amber Avenger in color. I thought our planes were ebony. Do you no longer have the bulletproof plating? Oh, I have it. But now I have more. Away with us. So, more, you say? What more? This! And with that, Billingsley reached under a seat, pulling up the lever that had been hidden there. What is that? Some sort of lever? Yes, some sort. (laughs) Billingsley set his coordinates into the lever. We're coming for you, beast! Billingsley gripped the lever tightly, pulled... And vanished. And now, a word from our sponsor, the pulchritudinous Umket Industries. Yes, that's right. Umket is pulchritudinous if ever a company was. So much so, it almost brings a tear to my eye. There's never a dry eye in the room. And just what makes Umket so very, very pulchritudinous. So very many reasons, but today we're here to talk about love. And what's the love but antacid? Antacid? Walking along together, sharing every night and day. Walking along together, doing it the uncat way. Walking along together, dealing with bad stomach pain. And who better to tell us about stomach pain than those affable underlings of Scar, the Troopers? Oh, hello there. Yeah, hello, good radio listeners. It is our pleasure to be here with you today. Yeah, our pleasure. His and mine. And mine and his. And yours. His and his and yours, three's company too. And I don't suppose you'd mind telling us what could bring you such pleasure. Yeah, relief. Of course. Heavens, relief from what? Horrible stomach cramps. I tell you, some days our boss just yells and yells, and it's all you can do not to wear yourself into an ulcer. Oh yeah, you know it's true. Sometimes it even keeps you up all night and prevents you from getting that long-standing seat cover project done. <sighs> I'm sorry, okay? It wasn't my fault. Well, if only you'd had some. Umkadal American and Acid. A fine and excellent product. Umkit produces none other. And you know it's good because it's got American right in the name. Just the perfect thing to help you deal with those cranky bosses. Walking along together, 
Cleaning up all the grime Walking along together Getting yelled at all the time Walking along together Abuse without reason or rhyme I am dubious of Americans on the wide open plains where the buffaloes roam. But please, continue. Try and stop me! You see, today's fast, nerve-wracking pace is making millions suffer from the discomforts of gastric hyperacidity. Someone certainly has some gastric problems, all right? We're on the air, you know. You don't have to be so mean. It's a problem, that's all I'm saying. I'm concerned about you. Oh, go on. Eating on the run, working under pressure, nervous tension all help cause the trouble many know as American stomach. I have an American stomach? No wonder it feels bad. It's constantly at war with your German body. Uh, what can I do? Well, if this happens to you and you're distressed by such symptoms as heartburn, acid indigestion, or a feeling of fullness, take Umkadol Mint Style Tablet. Hello, I... I'm the Dean. Oh, really? The Dean of what? Many a mainstay of higher education. And I'm here to tell you why Umkadal works. If anyone knows, it's him. Don Tootin! Umkadal mint-style tablets are not a makeshift and not a cure-all. They're specifically designed to do one job and to do it quickly and well. Oh, not slowly and with ineptitude? What a change. And that job's to bring you prompt, pleasant relief from American stomach. Umkadal mint-style tablets help neutralize the excess acids that cause this discomfort. They soothe irritated membranes and gently help to restore balance. Oh, my membranes are so very irritated. You can say that again. Please don't. Good day. So the next time you're upset and distressed due to acid indigestion... Or too much bunt. Oh, be quiet. You know you love my bunt. Remember to take Oonkadol Mint Style Tablets. They're mint style. Walking along together. Hold your head high and back up. Walking along together. Get some water in your cup. Walking along together. Our metabolism will fix you up! You'll like their refreshing mint flavor, and they're so handy to carry. That's Umkadal American Antacid Mint-Style Tablets. Only 25 cents! Yeah, and get rid of your American stomach. Yeah, who wants one of those anyway? <laughs> we now rejoin our program and pick up with Brassy Battalion, underwater and undercover, as they approach the SCAR base in Cornelius's submarine. The robot made it! Look, the whole base is shaking. I wonder what's going on. I hope Dixie is giving them black eye. We've got to find a way in there. Did we hit? Ah, the robot's aboard the base. boy, robot. Tear them to pieces. Destroy. Mutilate. So, we done down here or what? We're trying to find a way into the base to help Dixie. Mr. Withersby, take us up to the surface. Surfacing eye. The submarine rose through the ocean and broke through the surface of the water as if to stare down the SCAR base, saying, Give us our Dixie back. There's some sort of a large open hatch. By Esmeralda's peach pie. It's a runway and a hangar. Well, that explains where the planes came from, at least. But how is that going to help us? Is it that sea level? Last no. It's at least 20 feet up. 
I'm afraid it will be no means of entry for us. Why don't we just use the dock? There's a dock. Looks like it to me. It's right there out the window. Thomas bolted from his seat and ran to the window, his piercing blue eyes taking in the situation. Yeah, he's right. At least I think it's a dock. But it's behind another hatch and next to heavy artillery. If we're noticed... Then we sink like Dixie's plane. There must be some way. I concur. It seems unlikely that this talented group of individuals would be unable to ascertain a method of entry into the structure. But how can we get in there if there's no way in? Well, given enough time, I could perhaps disable the artillery and override the hatch mechanisms, but I would need several hours and we don't much join. Not enough punching. Just shoot it. Load tube one. Now that's what I'm talking about. Meanwhile, back aboard the SCAR base, Dixie's head was swimming as she tried to cope with the copious changes she was experiencing. Hey, what you just said sounds like something I would say. Just like I'd say it. Indeed. Let's see just what's going through Dixie's mind. Or rather... What Dixie's mind is going through. Oh, I think I'm going to toss my cookies. Where am I? Did I just go through a wall? My hands, they're blue. I can't touch anything. There you are. So this is how you do it. The how is irrelevant. It's what you do with it that matters. Helping the Nazis? We do what we have to. Yeah, well, remember that when my fingers are around your throat. <laughs> you still can't touch me. Ah! It almost got me. The end is here, Dixie Steinberg. Stenberg. What? Stenberg. Whatever. It's not that hard. Just two syllables. Silence! Hmm. How do you do that? Like... this? You dare to attack me? I've got your number, sister. What? I don't have a number. What are you talking about? Uh, it's just a figure of speech. I hate those! And so Dixie and Geist flew through the base, passing through walls and doors, airlocks and barracks, firing their ghostly blasts, and leaving gaping holes in the hull of the base as they went. You got some more bases? I think I found a new hobby. Get back here! What happened? You were in the coup for less than a minute. You didn't think it would last forever, did you? Jiminy Christmas! Now I've got you. No ray gun to save you, nowhere to run. Prepare to meet your end, Dixie Stenberg! Fire! Torpedoes away! What? What's that noise? Sounds like... It sounds like help. 
My face is being attacked by reliable reinforcements. This production has starred Renee Christine Jones as Dixie Stenberg. I was all ghosty. Whoosh. That was swell. Mark Zerikor as Frank McGuff. And we arrived just in the nick of time. You're a real pal, Frank. You don't gotta tell me what I already know, Dix. Steve Anderson as Reginald Billingsley. And now I can geoslip. Zap! That was keen. <sighs> Made me feel rather woogie, actually. Yes, well, I'll thank you not to woog in my general direction, if you please. I will woog wherever I want to. You can't tell me what to do. Actually, I can. Jeremiah McCoy as Archibald Withersby. And I got to drive the sub again. Zoom! Ding ding! That was neat! Neat? Swell and Keen were already taken. And that is what your expansive vocabulary came up with. Neat! You know what, Billingsley? Hi! <sighs> oh, no, I'll save you the trouble. Oh. oh, I can see the appeal. Pete Mylan as Freudenberg. What are you working on now? <laughs> you shall see. You shall all see. <laughs> Aren't you on the submarine? Well, I, um... Yeah, I mean, um... I, I just thought that... Credits... I... Aren't... On... The fourth wall is... And... I got nothing. You've got me. Oh, yes. <laughs> Scott Vinicombe as Cornelius Robert Sims Pearson. Uh, no ladies for me. Aw, uh, come here, Corny. Have a hug. Maybe one day you'll find the right lady for you and... You did all that just to get a hug from me, didn't you? Oh, Cornelius has still got it. Ugh. Anthony Pacelli as Joey Scalzetti. There's one lady I kind of got my eye on. And who might that be, Joey? Uh, you know what? Forget I said anything. Chris Britton as Thomas Galen. I too am realizing I've only got eyes for one woman. Oh, Thomas Darling, you are so sweet. Uh, you know what? Forget I said anything. Perry Whittle as Benedict Ederchenko. No more ladies for me. Irinushka was my one and only. My only and one. Besides, I am not alone, for I have vodka. Hey, pass some of that here. Don't hog it all. Alicia Lane Matheson as Lily LaRue. Uh, Lily, would you like to come up for air? Lily. Lily. No, no, she doesn't want to come up for air. <laughs> Catherine Pride as Geist. Why must all of my bases get infiltrated and damaged? I just want one base left intact so I can bathe in goo in peace. Is that too much to ask? Justin Dobby as Volker. Apparently. Who asked you? You did. No, I didn't. Well, then, who were you asking? It was just a figure of... Never mind. 
Mara Pelodi as Ursula Unger. I'm the smart one. David Alexander McDonald as Walter Falkenstein. I am the lovable one. Mike Winters as Radolf Pelzer. There should be no lovable one. We are Scar. Say your line. No. If you do, I'll whip you later. I'm the savage one. M. Sierra Garcia as Nev. I'm the intelligent, lovable, savage, and mysterious one. Philip Weber as SCAR Trooper 1. I'm the Trooper 1. <laughs> David Alt as SCAR Trooper 2. I'm a Trooper 2. Hey, no fair. Why can't I ever be 1? I must be Trooper 2 because I'm twice the Trooper you are. <laughs> Julie Goldstein as the Robot. I'm the Robotic 1. Amanda Fitzwater as Nebulon. Then who am I? The other Robotic 1? Why am I the other? Can't you be? But I came first. You can be the cake-eating one. Cake. Do you think I eat too much of it? Do these servos make my mass seem larger? Ah, uh, where's that vodka? Soap. 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 Kristen Bay says the Umket triplets. So much love in these credits. I know. It's so sweet. Jerry Crawford as the Dean. Hello. I am the Dean. Umkadal Minstyle tablets help neutralize excess stomach acids that cause discomfort. Take two of these and call me in the morning. Look! Oh my gosh! Free Umkadal American ad acids. Mmm, so minty. I love them. They're making my stomach hurt. Take two more and call me in the morning. And Jeffrey Bridges as the commercial announcer. That's the genius of Umket's advertising department at work, folks. This is Seth Adamsher. Stay tuned next time as Brassy Battalion attempts to cleanse the ocean of its scarry inhabitants. <laughs> Only at PendantAudio.com. You've been listening to a pendant production of the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, brought to you by Umkadal American Antacid Mint Style Tablets. And remember... Walking along together, hold your head high and buck up. Walking along together, get some water in your cup. Walking along together, our tablets will fix you up. It really sores my membranes. And so is Solver irritated too. Now, can we finish those seat covers? <laughs> oh, fine. Stay safe, America, and good night. Okay, since I was all ghosty-like, do I get invited to the cackling parties? I can do it, you know. <laughs> no? No invitation? Crud. This production was written by Jeffrey Bridges and directed by Seth Adam Schur. Umkent Industries presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, created by Jeffrey Bridges. Copyright 2008. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.